0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 12-24, we had a texter who
1: sent in, why do you guys have Andy Hart on so often now? Well,
2: because it's a training
1: camp. It's been like training camp weeks. That's why we had them on. We had them on every Wednesday. Even in the off season. we were talking football with our buddy Andy Hart of the Six Rings podcast, the Six Rings postgame show, the Breaking Boston podcast, and, of course, all that you can read at weei.com Hello, Hart. Good morning,
2: fellas. What morning.
1: Afternoon. What did you say? Would you just sure. get up? Oh, rounding the, no. the back end on this Excuse one right me? now. What are you what? talking about? Oh, boy. Oh, oh. oh He's talking about he's your hind quarter. Yeah, oh, I'm rounding back your end. back end. <laughs> Jesus. Good. What are you talking about? I can't even see you right now. That's the problem. I'm trying to remember. What, what color visor do you have on right now? Oh, boy. Let me guess. Clemson visor. visor. We didn't get the live look in for. Oh, uh, hey, there he is! Oh man, <laughs> look at that! Oh, that ball. is something right there. Uh, uh, Hart, we were talking about Tyquan Thornton just yep. a few minutes ago. Uh, why is uh, <laughs> why are people basically turning him into uh, the latest waste of a draft pick? Like this is pretty early in terms of the judgment zone for Tyquan Thornton,
2: isn't it? Yeah, I think it's the easy narrative, the history, oh, another Patriots, failed draft pick, failed wide receiver, Bill Belichick, they can't draft receivers, blah, blah, blah. Um, And maybe that's true. I mean, there were certainly questions. I found it very interesting. So you mentioned the Six Rings postgame show, which, of course, my partner is Nick Fitzy Stevens, who generally pretty positive. He did not like Tyquan Thornton from the second the Patriots announced the pick. He's been down on him, thinks he's fragile, thinks he's too skinny, didn't see the upset, wanted other wanted the whole thing. So I think there was a certain portion that was dubious of Tyquan Thornton before he even stepped into Gillette Stadium. And now with everything he's done over the second half of last season, this offseason, training camp, oh, Demario Douglas is with the I don't want to say ones because that gets us in trouble with the group that also includes Juju Smith-Schuster and Devontae Parker. <laughs> but people forget, last summer, he looked really good on the practice field. Tyquan Thornton had, I can remember saying it, and I'm not afraid to bring it up, all cold takes, ice cold takes, whatever. I thought he had the best training camp for a rookie drafted receiver since Dion Branch. I really did. I thought he came in. I thought he ran more routes than I expected. I thought he was just going to be, hey, the guy runs a 4-2, run down the field, see how far you can throw it. He'll see how far he can run, and hopefully those two things intersect. I thought he was better than that. I thought he was really good on the training camp field. Then he got hurt. Then he was in the dysfunctional offense, did nothing. Got hurt, right? Yeah, and seemingly hasn't caught up now. Like, seemingly, yes, yes, Gresh. That's hosts. See, see, it helps if you listen when I'm talking, and then I'll be nice, and I'll listen when you're talking. It'd be really nice. I knew as soon, I like, as, soon as I said it, I was like, oh, crap. I was like, as soon as I said
1: it, I was like, oh, uh, crap. Jesus. I know. I know. It happens every God. now and then. Hey, Andy, didn't it? I didn't, had to write it down. Didn't Taekwon have a good preseason last year?
2: What? A jack- <laughs> you want to start oh, over? No, no, that's perfect. <laughs> I, I was going too long-winded so yeah, yes Tyquan Thornton is not that good and people are starting to realize it I guess I'm already I am not giving up on him because I'm sorry he did he did more last summer than people give him credit for now maybe that was a Mirage I don't know but I'm not giving up yet
1: um. So, talk about Tyquan Thornton and how skinny he is. About, did you just give me a
2: talk about? Did you me a talk about? Talk about how skinny he is.
1: Oh my god! Talk about the game. I feel like I need. I need to save this. The one thing I was thinking about is like how we were overly. Not we, this interview. Are we? Listen, it happens. What do you want me to do? I didn't know you're it's morphing Wednesday. into Willie May over know, here. Hey, P.P. Three, full score, thirty-five. Talk about it. Yeah. Talk Like uh, talk about it. Who's the guy from that's always at the post game show that only asks questions of like. Hey, talk about Steve this. Sanchez. I, I, oh, yeah. Steve, was it Steve Sanchez? <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, yep. That's that's who I'm channeling right me. now.
1: Alan Siegel's good for one of those every once in a while, too. <laughs> when did this turn
2: into Rip the yeah. Media?
1: <laughs> See how I, I Glenn Ordway, this situation, I was up oh. against it. I, well, just, that's, I flipped it on somebody else. Well, because Foyer well used to uh, dealing with Burton. You
2: know, <laughs> oh we're going down that see, road. Now. What are we
1: doing? Like, everything's we doing great, here? right? What are we doing? Uh, so if there, if there, see, I think there's the fact that people are ripping Taekwon Thornton is because uh, Douglas is playing so well.
2: Yeah, that's a big part of it, um, and Douglas is also more of a prototypical Patriots slot receiver. And I think there is a portion of the media and the fan base that's been lusting after the Julian Edelman, Wes Welker, Troy Brown, Danny Amendola, short, little, quick, gets open in the slot. And it may make sense, given we may get into the offensive line talk, how bad the offensive line has looked, but um, I think that's part of it. He's a fun little player who fits the mold of past Patriots' successful slot receivers. And I'd also say, I don't know how good DeMario Douglas is, but he has not had a bad day yet. We were talking about this uh, yesterday in the media tent. Twelve practices, he's been good at all twelve practices. You cannot say there was a down-arrow practice in there anywhere. And I think as a late-round rookie... Isn't that all you can ask for? Yeah. Like, you you didn't screw up. You didn't get worse. You're not an error repeater. Whatever. He's stacked them together, as the coaches like to say. So, he's going to be a fun guy to watch in the preseason to see whether he is a – remember Trey Nixon last summer. Trey Nixon was the next, you know, best thing at wide receiver. Big story. Trey Nixon was nothing in the regular season, never did anything, is still doing nothing now. Can DeMario Douglas take practice fun, practice reps, practice success, and actually do it on a game field even in the preseason?
1: So, Hart, this is not an excuse for Tyquan Thornton. I'm only asking the question because of what went Mm. down last year. And that is, so they draft the guy figuring that, okay, whatever we're going to do is whatever we're going to do. And you figure you're drafting a player to the scheme, and we know that that was disastrous, and now there's a new offensive coordinator in here. So, in a way... Is this almost like restarting a rookie year for Tyquan Thornton because he has a detail-oriented offensive coordinator that will be asking different things from him? And if so, do we have to allow for at least a little bit of transition time for Thornton to be able to match what Bill O'Brien asked him to do versus what
2: Matt Patricia asked him to do? Absolutely. You know, beyond the injury, Christian, you had the fact that he was a rookie in a dysfunctional offense. And I think that's a lot to overcome to unlearn, relearn, to knock that rust or uh, I don't even mold or whatever that was from Repro- the year. You're
1: reprogramming yourself in a way. Yeah.
2: And now it's fair to ask well, he's a professional, and Mac Jones had to unlearn and relearn and do a lot of stuff. And Mac Jones looks like he's done that. Uh, very quickly mm-hmm. and with a great attitude and great energy and all those things. You know, Tyquan Thornton, are you going to be able to do that and get up to speed? But, yeah, that's certainly a part of it. I mean, if we're going to give Kendrick Bourne or whoever else Hunter Henry passes for last year because they were in the Matt Patricia offense, shouldn't the person who gets maybe the, the biggest pass pass be a rookie receiver we know it can be hard to be a rookie receiver especially when you're not a truly elite one you know we all get caught up in justin Jefferson and jamar chase and these elite ones coming in right away and producing well there's other guys that still take a year or two you know the old year two jump from bill belichick so that normal progression mixed in with matt patricia absolutely i think he deserves more time that said it's the NFL. It's year two. Mm-hmm. You got to start producing. You got to start competing. You can't get passed up by a six-round rookie. Whatever the excuses are, it's time to go out there, do your job, make some plays, and start to progress. So what do you make of the Trey Flowers signing? Uh, I, <laughs> and did you see the contract? Did you see what the contract was? Yeah, it's like nothing. It's $50,000. Yeah, right. So based yeah, on that,
1: nothing. like, yeah. what does
2: what, what, what his, his presence even mean? good guy surround your I I think Bill so he's had open roster spots for a while now. Like they they've been down to like eighty eight, eighty seven, back up to eighty eight, whatever. And he signed the kid out of navy, right? Uh Diego Fago. And then Trey Flowers. To me, these are like Belichick guys, right? A multi time captain out of navy who's available. Oh hell yeah, I got a roster spot. We'll mix that guy into the the room, so to speak. And then Trey Flowers, who is Probably one of the ultimate Patriots success stories in terms of the business of the NFL. Come in as a mid-round pick, work your way up, pass rusher, versatile guy, big play guy, says all the right things, does midday interviews and says nothing in a truly Patriot way on WEEI for a couple of years. True. Goes and gets $90 million and then comes back when the $90 million dries up. Like, he, are you ever going to regret having Trey Flowers in your training camp, in your locker room, uh, dealing with young players? Do I think he's going to make the team? No. No. You know, I wish Trey Flowers, I said this on TV with Phil Perry last night, I wish Trey Flowers played tackle or running back or cornerback because then that guy, that veteran guy you trusted that worked his way up, that you know he would be a perfect fit for some of those positions. Unfortunately, he might be on the deepest position on the roster, right? That that defensive front, the edge, there's a lot of guys there. So my guess is he contributes as a veteran presence for You know, four weeks here, and then doesn't make the roster. Although, who knows? I think he's practice squad eligible because I think everybody is in this day and age. I do believe you're right, yeah. Right, so if he wants to stick around, I mean, I don't know how much he collected, but he signed a $90 million contract with the Lions. He's doing okay for himself, and he's not that old. He's younger than Matthew Judon, so if he wants to kind of get in where he fits in within the organization, maybe it'll be more than just August.
1: Uh, Andy Hart of WBEI.com with Gresh and Fourier. Uh, You mentioned the O-line. Three starters have played little to no reps so far in terms of Trent Brown, Cole Strange got dinged on when who has been on IR, PP, whatever list he's on. Yep. He hasn't been out there. And arguably, the guy that might be your starting right tackle is likely to be your starting left tackle tomorrow. Your thoughts on the O-line as we have seen it to this point in the preseason.
2: Uh, well, I can steal Mike Cadlick's description from the Six Rings podcast, which was very, very, very bad. Three varies he gave it, um, and it's true. It's that's the problem right now with this offense. You know, we want to talk about Bill O'Brien, we want to talk about Mac Jones, we want to talk about the wide receivers and the tight ends, and how it's coming together. Well, you can't do any of that when the five guys up front can't block anybody. And too many plays where the quarterbacks are pulling it down, running around, chickens like their head cut off, stepping up. It's just – it's really been a problem on the training camp practice fields in terms of allowing them to actually execute the passing game in the offense. And I know Trent Brown um, talked the other day, and he poo-pooed continuity, and, oh, I think it'll just be plug-and-play, and and we know each other, and we hang out enough off the field, we'll be okay – I know, I know one guy who wouldn't agree with that, and it's your Tuesday guest, I believe he is, Dante Scarnecchia, Like, big believer in five guys thinking and moving as one, continuity, reps matter, uh, and they're not getting any of that. And also, we don't know how good it is even when they get out there. Is Cole Strange going to be significantly better in year two? Is Trent Brown engaged, or is he Trent Brown, who is just this mercurial, frustrating figure, The right tackle spot, whether it's Reef, Connor McDermott, we still haven't seen Calvin Anderson. This is way more question marks than you want to have on your O-line in August and heading toward a season. And I'm not going to say it derails the progress of the offense, but it's far less than ideal, and it's preventing them from getting the kinds of reps that they would like to have at this point in practice. So uh, Christian uh, Gonzalez playing this game Thursday? I would think so, but I don't know. He's right on. Demario Douglas, these guys that are like, probably going to end up in the mix of regular players um do they get treated like regular players i'm guessing gonzalez plays a little bit um a because you don't have a lot of depth at corner but there has been times where we've seen bolden i'm forgetting his first name the the late round pick bolden out there and speed out there and some of those guys but um yeah i i would think maybe you see a little christian gonzalez i don't know what number he'll be in by the way that's another interesting what number he'll be wearing yeah, minor side topic. Is it going to stay number fifty? Will there be a tweener number? I know some people were hoping. When do they usually the change it?
1: Don't they change it
2: at the this once they? Oh, they do change it this yeah. week. Uh, apparently, now
1: this is like before preseason game number one. They kind of get their real Gen- jerseys
2: generally, but I've heard whispers that might not be the case this year, and you might see some of these guys that would be in great temporary numbers. That would for, be great. While I
1: mean, come on, that would be fantastic. Christian Gonzalez going to roll
2: out there in fifty. I think it'd be great. Well, that's why that's not one go all thing. the way and do it. Well, no, no, all the way is Malik Cunningham, who's going to play a lot at quarterback. I think, based on the way the practice went out, is number sixty-four. Are <laughs> they? Can they have a number sixty-four under center? Reporting as eligible. Oh, every that would be. Pre- I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that.
1: <laughs> and I thought he was a wide receiver. What's this quarterback? Well, thing?
2: he was a wide receiver most of the time in practice till two days ago, where it seemed like they started him cramming for. Hey, ah. buddy, you're going to eat some minutes in a preseason game. We're going to give you a little time to get ready R-P-O. warm that warm
1: shoulder up there we go abs,
2: abs and he's a fun athlete just based watching the practice field he is a fun athlete I don't think you want him throwing out of the pocket I think if you have him throwing you should probably move the pocket roll out flood passes things like that but um yeah I think you're gonna see some Malik Cunningham and maybe in a 60 something jersey which oh my be fun. god you know who I'm kind of like
1: uh not souring on but like having Uh-oh. like massive doubts about Uh-oh. is the Gasecki experiment
2: Oh, why? Why?
1: I just, there's something that just is screaming gimmicky player, you know, situational gimmicky player where I think there's a kind of a shelf life obviousness to predictability with what he does, similar to what happened to him in Miami. He just is who he is. So he can make every one handed catch, you know, and you can, people can brag about it. And like, that's what he does. He jumps and catches the ball. Like, that's what he does. I don't know if he's a great route runner. I don't know if he's a great separation guy. I just, I I don't know. I was just thinking about it and like, I'm like, every sign is pointing to how is Bill O'Brien really going to use him? And And, how many chances does he get to prove his gimmickiness? I wicked disagree. Uh, I'm not, not listen, I just said I've been thinking about it It, because it screams. This is this is you've worn you've used all your passes with Gasecki and oh look there he is throw it up a low percentage throw back end line one handed catch doesn't happen in the real world doesn't happen in the NFL it's once or twice sure how often can you go down that well then what else
2: can he do I just well, he's it. athletic he's definitely athletic you definitely see him running some crossers and different things trying to get open in space. I do have some questions in terms of, like, we used to see Gronk line up. There'd be a guy man on him, and Gronk would beat him, right? He's going to run a route. You know, there was that time there where he was getting called for a lot of pushing off, but he would break down in cuts, out cuts, different things. I don't know how much Mike Kosicki does of that. That is a little different. I think he will be involved in... They're doing a lot of rubs and a lot of different things at the line of scrimmage. He'll be involved with some of that that I think, A, he'll be freeing people up, and sometimes he'll be the guy they're looking to free up and get into space. Um, see, I'm somewhere in the middle. You, you, That was a very negative take on Mike Kosicki. There's a lot of people that think he's going to be a stud, that he is going to catch double-digit touchdowns, that he's going to be the key to the offense. I even saw a graphic mm. online today that was listing the tiers of fantasy tight ends. And it's a little different, but it's also what you think, how productive the guy is going to be. It was like Kelsey tier one, few guys tier two, and I think Gasicki was tier three. Hunter Henry wasn't on the list. They went like five tiers deep. It did not include Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry's the best tight end on the Patriots. Wow. He's been the best offensive player through 12 practices. Kind of, that's, kind of where I'm,
1: that's kind of how I'm feeling, how he's, being, he's kind hype. of being forgotten. And, it is. yeah, there's yes. a hype. There's a Jimmy Graham-esque hype to this guy that kind of – is similar, and this is making me like remember, like you know, after Jimmy Grant left and went to Seattle, it, it he can he never had the success that he had right. in, in New Orleans. Not saying that he won't be won't make some plays, but I think that the number of plays that people are hoping that he creates, I think, is going to be substantially lower based on he's a specialist. That's what he yes. is. But I think what Hart mentions, though, is a good thing, and that's what we've seen at camp at times this year where I even mentioned it earlier. There's Gasecki in the slot, and there's Juju motioning behind him as Gasecki is the guy that kind of helps Juju or DeMario Douglas or someone like that yep. end up getting into route. I think with Gaseki it is can he make enough plays early on to where you have to respect where he is on the field to match it with the brain of the offensive coordinator, but also... How does that brain at OC use this guy to free other people up? I don't yep. know if everything Gasecki Hart will be told through the numbers.
2: Right. And that's where I think there's going to be probably debate all year long. How, what's he doing? You know, is one touchdown enough to live up to some of the hype? Like, say he just has three catches, 24 yards, and a touchdown. Is that living up to the hype that we've heard? Like the touchdown's good. And yeah, if you do that every week and you get up in double digit touchdowns, See, those would be it, good numbers. That's huge. That yeah. those would be good numbers.
1: Forty five catches, ten that's touchdowns, great. you'd sign oh up God. for it right now. Yeah. But have... if the
2: touchdown is every four weeks, then... then it's only then you start to debate how valuable he is. And you're right. It gets back to Bill O'Brien. He's got it's what we said all along. He's got a lot of good options, complementary options. How does he piece them together week by week, game plan by game plan? Even you know, half to half, quarter to quarter. As you make in-game adjustments, that's where it's on him and Mac. And then we get back to the the offensive line if they allow him to be versatile and do all those things, or do they derail things before it even gets there?
1: Mm, interesting stuff. We'll start to learn mm. tomorrow night down at mm. Gillette Stadium, where Andy Hart has got his seat ready to go. Do they Indeed. give you? Do they give you the front row in the press box, or do they put you up high? Uh, I'm usually in the front row. I didn't actually check my pass. Well, shouldn't tradition? he be coming to the W E E I sweet party that we're having? Or did he not? Did no, he I not get no, 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 I wasn't invited. He's working. I heard about that. So Don't am you I. worry. I heard about that. So am I. on your staff. He's working for W E E I. So am I.
2: You're doing videos, yeah. Commentary. Full-timers.
1: Oh yeah. Tweets. Oh yeah. At mentions.
2: Look forward to it. Have fun. I'll, I'll get you in. Right hey, hey,
1: I'll get you in. By the way. I, I don't want to be into that party that I wasn't invited to. I'm Scream inviting y'all. you. Did you see Hardo Hart with the sleeveless shirt on? By the way, no, well, a, I actually just go back back to that. You've got to be kidding me. Go back. To you that are not coop. a sleeveless Hardo guy. What are you? Where are you going with that shirt on?
2: No, it's where I'm coming from. I was out weed whacking. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I still feel Doing like a it's a Hardo hard move. No, well, i am trying now, to work on the summers, uh, uh, the uh, farmers' tan.
1: Ah, I, uh, I have a joke. Oh, say about, it. No, say I it. can't. I can't. I can't. I'll have to text it to you. You'll be fired? <laughs> well, yeah. It's one of those. <laughs> Go like this. Give us a good flex. Let me see nope. a flex. Nope. Yeah. yeah. See flex. yeah. Give me like a flex. Give us a Give us 44 What yeah. are you doing?
2: i such a flexing. baby.
1: All you do is work out. Come flex on, Hulkster. Give us one. Nope. Ultimate hey, warrior. Hey, rip
2: your shirt off. Nope, I'm going back to my weed whacking. All right. So You're go- going back to doing what? Yeah, he's going to go back <laughs> to what? Duh. He's going to go whacking. back to whacking.
1: Hey, he's all alone in his house. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> he's half naked. He's already, yeah. There goes Andy Hart dot <laughs> <laughs> WEI.com. Hart, thank See you, you brother. All right, later. All right, man. We appreciate it.